Game Changer Episode 7 on a mission to move featuring Blake Squires of Movable. Welcome to Game Changer, a series on using gamification to engage employees. Join us as industry experts discuss one of the hottest trends in business today. Using game thinking to engage employees in work, wellness, recruiting, and more. This is a special podcast series by the producers of the top-rated podcast, The Engaging Leader. And now, with nearly 20 years of experience helping engage hundreds of thousands of employees at Fortune 500 companies and other organizations, here's your host, Jesse Leahy. Welcome to the show, Game Changers. This is the show for CEOs, HR executives, and other business leaders to learn about internal gamification. Over the course of this series, you'll hear examples and pitfalls, discover how to assess when it's an appropriate strategy, and learn to evaluate gamification partners and game design ideas. I am Jesse Leahy, and my guest today is Blake Squires. Blake is CEO of Movable, a company with a mission to improve health and human performance. Movable has developed an activity awareness program with social and rewards components. One of the things that caught our eye is the simplicity of Movable. For example, it features a wristband that's operated with just two buttons and sells for about one-third the price of popular pedometers such as the Nike Plus Sport Band. We'll get into the specifics of that program, but first, let me welcome Blake Squires. Blake, welcome to Game Changer. Hey, Jesse. Thanks for having me. Blake, help us get to know you a bit. What's your personal history and how you, you your company came to be? Yeah, so I'm a uh, self-proclaimed uh, serial entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> had uh, previous companies. One was a software company uh, that I sold in the early 2000s. Uh, next company was a product company, builds a product called a Playaway, uh, which sells into schools and libraries. And really, when it was in the process of selling that company in 2010, I looked at my wife. We have four kids. Uh, she's an educator. She's a, an aerobics instructor. I looked at her and I said, honey, what do you want to do next? And she immediately looked at me with glaring eyes and said, let's do something that solves the obesity epidemic. You know, mm. and I kind of laughed and said, sure, honey, you know, we'll, we'll get right at that. But her, <laughs> her, uh, her demand kind of, it stuck in my head. And I started noticing from a market, a consumer product standpoint, these wrist-worn activity monitors that the whole pedometer market was evolving from old technology to more processor-driven 3D accelerometers and now you know, 9 and 16D accelerometers, but just this whole market of wearable sensors. And I noticed some trends that uh, stuck out. And those trends were that most of these devices are targeting what I call people who have already prescribed to activity. You know, Nike's going square on to athletes. And these devices are expensive. You know, they're north of $100, most at $150 range. And so we started saying to ourselves, from a device standpoint and a data collection standpoint, we can build a device that's simple and is affordable. But really, moreover, as we built the device, we focus on a program that we call a move challenge. The other big trend where these are just devices servicing an individual of one, we really want to use the product and really the data around the product to motivate behavior. And we go after groups, usually large groups, groups that gather inside of schools, groups that gather inside of corporate. And we create, again, this program called a move challenge, which is a simple, social, fun and fulfilling 
drilling program. It's an interesting way of looking at it. I was just sitting here as you're describing where Nike Plus first got traction with more of the hardcore jock types. And I'm sitting here with a family of four like you. Our kids are a little bit older than yours, um, but they're all still at home. And I would say our family, we are athletic. We have a lot of activity things going on and we like to ski and we like to participate in an occasional 5Ks or triathlons, but I wouldn't say we're hardcore competitive athletes. And so the sort of lower key approach that you're taking that keeps the emphasis on fun would probably be effective for sort of ordinary Joes like us. Yeah. And you're, you know, what you just described, you obviously, your family could improve their health and performance through increased activity, but it sounds like you're already in a, in a good spot. But again, clearly our product with the program, the whole online system, you could go in, you can create a family group, you can start to create challenges and give out rewards for, you know, kids that are meeting their certain thresholds by day. So our system would work great for your family, but the biggest use is the group, the, the folks who, I say have not prescribed to activity. We're talking about 68% of America that's overweight or obese. Uh, One in three kids are obese. Two thirds have weight issues. And that's the population that our whole program with the product is meant to simply giving them to move a little more. In the corporate setting, about $150 billion is spent annually on obesity-related medical costs. Clearly, our healthcare is going through a transition and the costs are climbing. And we look at it and say, all we want to do inside of that setting is get somebody to take that extra walk at the lunch hour. So that's what our whole program with the product really does. And can you describe your product a little bit? Let's say an employer implements it. What does it feel like for the employee as they're participating and the product and interactions they can have? So one of the keys is participation levels of programs. Companies offer wellness. About $5.5 billion is spent annually on wellness programs by companies. Uh, average employers spending over $600 per employee. So one of the keys first is you've got to gain participation in these programs. Most of these programs are opt-in. Some have an employee copay. So what we do is we go into the company. Our program costs $35 per employee. It includes the product that we call the Move Band. And a Move Band, it's a 3D accelerometer product. It tells the time because it's on your wrist, tracks all movement. It has three modes. The second mode, we track all movement. And at midnight, that movement meter resets to zero. So every day, you have a nice reminder on your wrist of how your activity is for that day. And as you wear it for a week, you see you're trending. Then we convert movement, and we actually, there's algorithms inside the device, which we can determine if you're running, walking, or just standing, flailing your arms like I am right now as I'm talking, (laughs) and we call that the intensity layer. And so between moves and intensity, we also, when you register the device online, we're updating your profile on the device, basically getting to your stride length. So the third mode, we take all of that data the moves, your intensity level, and your profile, and we calculate miles. Um, So the three modes tells the time, default, second mode tracks all movements, resets to zero, and then the third mode is it converts it to miles. Now, that data sets that are on the device, the device carries 40 days worth of data, 
So I can just do my thing and not worry about plugging my device in to upload my data for 40 days. It runs on a rechargeable battery that will last you more than that 40 days as well. When you plug it in, you're also recharging the battery. So what happens is you plug the device in and all of your data goes into a dashboard that you as a user can see. You can slice and dice your activity data. You can see moves, miles. We also add steps inside the system. But what the real power of our system is, is we have a whole group administrator module. So an HR director, a wellness coordinator, somebody that's the champion can create groups, can manage groups, and can most importantly get the data and pull reports on people's activity and inactivity. Then there's a self-reported health log, and we tie into screening, and we can add biometric data if an employer really wants to get to outcome. So you asked about the user experience. So typically a company brings this whole process program in. It's the device, the move band, plus the program called a move challenge. And a move challenge is simply reach a goal over a period of time and then be rewarded. And our program managers work with the HR directors to determine what kind of outcomes do you want to drive? You know, what are your goals? Do you want to just do a fun cultural engagement program? Do you want to drive to some outcomes? So we meet with the HR director A typical move challenge, the first set of a goal might be reach 100 miles in three weeks. Um, That's kind of the first step. That's starting to get somebody into a 10,000 step a day program where you can measure ROI. So for the employee, they get one of these move bands. Some may have a $10 copay, you know, depends on budget. They register this device. They can buy different colored bands. We have 26 different colors. So part of the whole social aspect is that the device becomes highly visible inside the group. People use it, they track their daily activity, then they connect it online where there's different groups set up. So an HR director, you can have a primary company group. You know, We've got sales teams going after marketing teams. So I compete as an individual in my move challenge, but then I'm also competing inside of groups inside of the company. Well, wow, that's interesting. Now, if you're competing with groups inside the company, can the administrator set those up to be any configuration? Let's say I have a couple groups here at headquarters, then we're going to have a, a totally separate set of groups out in this manufacturing facility. That, that Let's say those manufacturing employees don't really get excited about competing against corporate employees, so let them compete among themselves. Is that a possibility? The groups are all configurable. You can have master groups and subgroups with inside of that group. So what you just described is actually a pretty typical deployment. You may have a corporate headquarter. Uh, we have companies that have you know branches in the UK and Brazil, and so they'll have um, subgroups just for those offices. But then they create intra offices. Northwestern Mutual is a client, so they do you know different offices teamed together, and then inside of each office, you can have different sub teams. Some could be plant workers in, inside of a manufacturing against, you know, the data entry folks. And the key to it is, you know, everybody's on a level playing field. The devices track the data and track the movement and activity all in a similar fashion. So then it's just a matter of in the system, how are you going to organize and aggregate and create groups? We usually say start with a big group, you know, get everybody on board, do the first hundred mile challenge in three weeks so people can get used to how the, the product is working and how the system works on online, then you can start to segment once you have an understanding of your population's activity or inactivity. You can even start creating groups around, you know, how people are either moving or not. You know, do you just have your day walkers versus do you have your athletic team? Um, so that first challenge kind of starts to set that, that groundwork in that baseline. 
So you could have a group that is just the walking type and a, a totally separate group that is more the athletic type that would be up for a, a tougher challenge. That's right. And then the HR administrator can decide what are the sets of rewards and what are the different goals and thresholds. So, you know, we may have an overall company challenge. Um, We'll use Northwestern Mutual. Northwestern Mutual, top challenge, top 10 that hit certain moves and or miles over a certain period of time will receive, we, we tap into a whole rewards platform. So, we have different reward packs, so you could use you know, water bottles, exercise balls as incentives. Some companies use days off work. Uh, we're starting to get into, with healthcare reform and the variable pricing of healthcare, um, now down to the employee level. Some employers will say, if you don't participate, you're going to pay $20 more a month for your healthcare. But then you could create the Northwestern Mutual you know, arching challenge, and then you could say, this group over here, we're going to create another set of incentives and rewards based on your thresholds because your achievements may be different than, you know, subgroup number five over here, which are the, you know, triathletes that that tend to, you know, aggregate and and be inside company walls. So very flexible in how the move challenge is constructed, how the goals and then the rewards are uh, developed and designed. At the end of the day, again, the data becomes the piece of accountability um, that triggers these rewards and allows people to check their progress against their goals. When an employee is looking at that dashboard, what types of social elements are, are there? Are they able to support each other through the actual technology? The system has, is first view, it's a dashboard view. My dashboard view, I see my past seven days, which I can look at my moves, my steps, or my miles. I then also have a little box that shows the groups and or subgroups that I'm a part of. Um, and there is a communication center that's built in. The communication center today is managed by that that administrator. So, and she can send messages direct to certain groups or subgroups. So if there's a prize waiting, it may be a reminder to make sure your data is synced and accurate, you know, and and is in the system. It might be, you know, hey, we're going to go do a walking party over here. But basically it's a push communication right now. Most people are offline giving each other the little pokes and ultimately there will be internal communications and even ties to social media out of the system. Then there's a, you can go even deeper into your activity where you can take a certain snapshot. You can look at today, yesterday, last week. Uh, we show hour by hour data. So you can see you're trending throughout a day. You can take an entire year snapshot. As a user, you can also set your goals. So you'll get feedback against your progress to those goals. Then really the, the powerful piece of the system is what's called my groups. Um, so I just described the dashboard view and then the, the my activity module. And the My Groups module will show you the group um, activity, the, the miles, the moves, the steps. You can look at that view in any time frame. So I can look at yesterday over the last week. I can see again how my goal is and how I'm trending against the group in a percentage basis. And then we have uh, what's called a leaderboard where I can see my exact position inside that group based on the time frame that I'm selecting. So if I want to look at last week and see if I'm in a group of 500 people, you know, how am I doing against either my moves, my steps, or my miles? 
Then there's also a subgroup ranking board. So it's kind of like a, a team, a league and a team. Um, I can, you know, from part of a subgroup, I can see how my subgroup is doing against other subgroups. And then again, drill into my exact status in the leaderboard inside of that subgroup. So there's a lot of ways that a user can look at the data at any point to determine their progress in their position. Which then is used, you know, people are walking around the offices, hey, I'm, you know, number five, where are you? And, mm-hmm. you know, it creates this whole friendly uh, grouping um, competition, which is part of the whole motivation here. Just a quick pause in this interview with Blake Squires to tell listeners about a game we're playing to have some fun throughout this series. First, Everyone can win 10% off your entire order from Movable if you use the promo code that you will find in our show notes for this episode. Second, you'll have a chance to win one of four Move Bands if you leave a comment on the show notes sharing which TV show you think had the best theme song of all time. In my opinion, you just can't beat the greatest American Hero theme song from the early 80s, but I want to hear your favorite as well. We'll pick four winners at random from the first 50 comments we receive. So for the promo code and to leave a comment, go to the show notes at engagingleader.com forward slash GC7. And third, our clue for the Game Changer Series Prize is the letter O as in onion. There will be other tasks and clues in each of the first 14 episodes in the Game Changer Series, as well as in Engaging Leader Podcast Episode 38 featuring Kevin Warback. From those 15 clues, if you can be the first person to guess the secret phrase, you will win a $100 gift card from Amazon. And everyone who guesses it correctly will be honored on our Game Changer Genius Board. As soon as you think you know the secret phrase, email it to me. Now, I know this is an emerging field, but are you far enough along where you have any data that you can show where you've made a, a meaningful difference within a particular organization? Well, we have uh, certainly individuals who have reported significant weight loss um, by our program. Uh, one of the big dynamics is obviously this group dynamic that happens. Um, most of that group dynamic is attributed to the different colored bands. It's, again, how do you get people to participate, and then how do you keep engagement over time? So, you know, when people are engaged in a move challenge that runs three to four months long, uh, as long as they're moving towards what most of the data shows is a 10,000-step-a-day program, which we tie our challenges to, and the the ROI is proven. People are going to reduce stress, they're going to sleep better, waistlines go down. Depending on their starting BMI and their weight, they're going to lose weight. Um, So we we get the evidence from an individual standpoint. Um, As far as um, we have a lot of data, um, I mean, millions and millions and millions of data instances currently. We launched this corporate program at the end of last year. So we're careful to not yet really tout any of the um, insights and analytics around our, the current data in the system, but we can share some of that uh, individual anecdotal data. We've just announced a partnership with a screening company that has 17,000 screening locations throughout the U.S. So an employer can buy into a pre-health assessment, a pre-screen focused on weight, glucose, BMI, blood pressure, 
then we can run our move challenge for four to six months and then we do a post screen um, and and we're waiting on the data on that post screen on a few programs to really be able to say here's how we drove outcomes here's your your population at an initial health assessment and screen and then here's the whole program keeping the engagement rates high and here's the outcome and you know one of the big questions is what's that data um, what's the use of that data and for us we think it becomes a very powerful tool for that company as they're in the conversation with their healthcare carrier in you know every every year it's added cost to the healthcare plan well we believe that this data now can be an important report that can be used to negotiate and renegotiate that next year's healthcare costs. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'd be interested even just anecdotally, so we can get an idea of uh, what percentage of employees are likely to participate in this type of activity. You know, a good example, a company called Highland Software. Highland Software has 1,200 employees. Uh, we met with the HR director. Uh, she immediately fell in love with the program. She expected to get 200 of the 1,200 employees engaged. For her, that would be a successful program. I mean, typical mm-hmm. wellness programs, you know, at a high end, you're seeing 39% participation rates, many participation rate you know, they're in the single digits. So for her, if I got 200 of my workforce against this program, that's a home run. They actually did a $15 employee copay as well. You know, there's the employee had to put some money down. And and part of the special sauce that we've created, we give that HR director all the tools she needs. So the email templates to announce the program, the posters that go up in the on the walls, the intranet, you know, the branded material so that she can talk about a move challenge and set the move challenge. So within a week of announcing the move challenge, you know, again, she thought she'd have 200 people, over 350 people signed up. She was like, wow, that's, you know, that's great. Just out of the gate, paying 15 bucks. That's amazing. But what happens is within a week of people then receiving their move bands, putting the product on their wrist, and it's, you know, in different colors, 26 different colors. And that engagement, that participation rate went from 350 to over 900 employees. And they've been active in a move challenge now since January. So participation rates off the charts and engagement rates, they're still, you know, beating their expectations. Again, they were expecting about a 30 to 40% engagement rate over time. We're topping over 70% right now. So people are staying engaged. They're wearing the, the device. They're continuing to stay inside the program. Well, that's a great example. Now, that is a software company, so it's pretty much all knowledge workers. What have you seen at companies that are, let's say, more of a blue-collar workforce? We're in a pilot right now with Parker Hannafin. We're deploying in two different plants um, throughout the U.S. Each of those plants has about 120 workers, and so that's rolling out now. Right now, one of the plants actually last week got their bands and they ordered a one for one. And they're telling us right now, the program hasn't kicked off, but they're telling us you know, they're at about a 98% participation rate. Those are factory workers that you know aren't sitting in the in the office, and we're we're designing a move challenge that's specific for them. You know, they're actually moving a little bit more than a lot of the sedentary office workers, so their goals and their timeframes will just be a little different to help them. Again, it's about increasing. It's understanding the baseline. We're going to set the first challenge. We're going to understand the data and the baseline of where is that population. If we have some big different trenders as far as athletes and underperformers, we'll put them into certain groups. 
groups and then develop the challenges, which is all about taking that baseline and showing an improvement um, to, to within their activity. So in that case, just to make sure I heard you right, at their plants, they have, let's say, 120 employees. They went ahead and bought 120 bands for that particular plant, and they actually had 98% of those employees use it. Yep, so far. Now, and they're just using it in the in the baseline form right now. We have not rolled out or kicked off the challenge just yet. Another example, Northwestern Mutual, they too bought 100% for four different offices um, throughout uh, Ohio, um, about 400 employees. They had their first challenge, some goals inside of it, which ran through February and March. They're now adding a fundraising component to a new challenge where uh, every year Northwestern Mutual nationally has a big fundraiser. These teams of folks said, we have a module that you can add that basically you can get sponsored for your activity. So kind of like a virtual walkathon. So they're adding that component. So while they're getting healthy, while they're improving their activity, they're also raising money for different <laughs> char- charities, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And their participation out of the gate was uh, in the high 80% of that you know, 100% population bought for. And now their engagement rates, they're also running in the high 70, almost hitting 80% as far as people who are now taking part you know, several months later in this next challenge to meet goals and add fundraising. Now, one of the things you hear a lot is that there are many employers where the majority, or let's say at least 50% or more of the healthcare cost is actually from the spouses. Yes. And I wonder if you have, uh, if you're hearing of employers that are thinking about implementing this and making it available to family members. That is actually a big initiative, and it's a big point for companies to utilize our program to begin with. We do offer, company will sometimes extend a discount to family members. We have had companies that have bought if that family member is on the insurance policy. And when a challenge kicks off, however the economics fall out, um, we certainly encourage uh, from movable family members getting involved and actually allowing somebody inside of a corporate group to create a family group to pull that family in. Um, because clearly, from a healthcare cost standpoint, um, it isn't like you had mentioned, it's not just about that employee, but it's also those family members. And, and again, the whole group dynamic um, is, is, you know, if a family is dining out at McDonald's, then, you know, your you, that group dynamic really says a lot about that employee's health and performance. So that added capability, again, our groups can be distributed. Our groups can be different departments inside, can be different locations and can be family members who can team up and run their own challenges alongside their, their company um, programs. Now you mentioned the cost is $35 per device and it, and many companies pass part of that cost along to employees through a copay, which basically gets the, the employee to get, have some skin in the game. But is that just a one-time cost, and are there any other costs that a company should be aware of? The product, the move band, is twenty nine ninety nine. That gets the user access to their own activity data, uh, the whole online system. The grouping administrative module and capability is an extra four ninety nine per device per year. So 
So if you're just a consumer, you want to go buy the product, you can buy it. You can also buy the online grouping uh, for $4.99 extra per device. So if you want to create a family challenge, you know, buy these for your family, you can go ahead and add that capability. So the way we price it to companies, it's $34.99, includes the whole grouping in the online, includes for that HR director access to our online resource center where they can pull down the template emails, where they can pull down and print posters and uh, et cetera. And then it's that recurring $4.99 per year per connected device to maintain that grouping uh, and the access to the data in the system. That definitely seems like an entry level where a lot of employers are, are going to be interested in this, where they've looked at other programs that have a pretty steep price tag. Yeah, again, from a device standpoint, you know, you're you, you can still buy the inexpensive pedometers, uh, but the pedometers that connect online are typically, you know, in the forty dollar price range, and those are the hip worn. The measurement isn't that great, so we're well below those. And we actually compare ourselves to the wrist worn activity monitors. Uh, Fitbit has one coming out called the Flex. Uh, Nike has the Fuel Band. Uh, Jawbone has the Up. You know, these are Flex is ninety nine dollars. Jawbone and Nike are one hundred. 140, 150. So we've really bundled everything with the data attributes in a way that, you know, it's all about affordability and it's all about getting in to these companies and starting to build that culture and starting to aggregate that data and seeing, you know, where populations are inactive and where you can have an impact. So affordability is key uh, for any size employer. How long does a typical implementation take? Let's say an employer is listening to this. What would be the, the soonest they could feasibly have this in place? We can overnight our whole package and box. Um, what happens is um, the product will ship in in bulk. We also can direct fulfill to employees uh, to their homes, so however they want the product distributed. The employees actually self-register their devices a group is created and a group code is issued. And, you know, if an employer wants to go ahead and pre-set up subgroups and map all of that out, uh, that can be done in advance. So when an employee logs in, they input their code, their device is already connected into the system. We suggest that you give uh, employees about a week just to get used to the device in the system. And that gives enough time for that employer to send out communication to really launch their first challenge. So, the whole thing can be up and running um, within a week, a week and a half, and a challenge kicked off and going. So pretty quick, it's been designed. Again, simplicity isn't just an operation and how I'm looking at my data and how I'm participating in a program. It's also how are you setting these things up? We have full technical uh, support, you know, and set up inside some company environments. Obviously, there's firewall, and we have to do some internal um, um placing of our software, but we get those bugs worked out uh, in advance and our team works through that. Uh, every account is assigned a program manager so that HR director or wellness coordinator has a reference to talk to, to talk about designing the challenge if they have any questions. And then we also have customer support for the end users just reaching out, even if it's just a question around use that may not be technical. Mm-hmm. Well, and talking about the security of that data and the privacy of that data, how does that work? That's all secured uh, to the individual. The employer can see trending data, but we're HIPAA compliant. We're compliant on, on every uh, respect from a data security standpoint. Blake, how can someone find out more or take the next step with Movable? Again, you can head to our website, which is movable.com. Uh, there's no E in it. 
there, there's a quick uh, contact form that they can either send a note in and one of our uh, folks will reach back out promptly. They can give us a call at 440-746-1234. Again, the whole key to this is simplicity. So we make it easy to contact us. Just head over to the website, click the contact us button and somebody will get right back with you. Blake Squires is CEO of Movable. Blake, thanks for joining us on Game Changer. Hey, Jesse, appreciate it. Thank you. And we'll put the link and the phone number in our show notes, which Blake mentioned. And you can find those show notes at engagingleader.com forward slash GC7, as in episode seven. That wraps up today's show, Game Changers. Don't miss our next episode when we'll feature the platform gamification provider, Bunchball. If you enjoy this series, be sure to check out the weekly leadership podcast, Engaging Leader, where my guests and I share more ways to communicate, engage, and lead with greater impact. Until next time, remember, life is short, so keep it fun. You can find both Game Changer and Engaging Leader podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our website at engagingleader.com. To stay up on the latest news and trends in internal gamification, join the Game Changer group on LinkedIn. We'll automatically direct you to our LinkedIn group when you go to engagingleader.com group. Subscribe to our e-digest at engagingleader.com newsletter. When you do, we'll send you a free copy of Jesse's ebook, Eight Communication Tools for Leaders. You can also follow Jesse on Twitter, at Jesse Leahy, and like us at facebook.com engagingleader. Game Changer is a production of Aspendale Communications, a consulting firm that helps mid-sized and large employers attract top talent, engage employees, and deliver superior business results. Find out more at AspendaleCommunications.com. Our thanks to Joe Sherwood, our producer, Tom Hitchcock, our programming director, James Marler, our sound engineer, Cliff Ravenscraft, our podcasting advisor, Dustin Hartzler, our website engineer, J.J. Leahy, our video and web intern, and Peter McIsaac, who composed our theme music. 